0: Being a foreigner. Again, our, our learning at this time we dedicate to the schus of the people who need it so badly. The people who are going to go into battle, the chayalim. The people who have been wounded, and the schus of all of the learning and it's thrown throughout the world will be healed. The schus of the Shavuim, those who've been captured that will be returned to their families soon. But there's another group of people that this year is particularly dedicated to, and you'll see why as we get into that. And those are the displaced people, people who had homes and communities, and they don't anymore. Our community here in Rainana has been amazing at absorbing some of these families and making them comfortable and giving them what they need. And I'm sure many, many communities and cities throughout Israel have done that. But that's a group of people that we need to take care of, and we'll understand more as we get into the the piece of Gemara. The learning today is based on understanding the chiyuv in the Torah, which comes many, many times in different forms. In Parashas Ekev Ahavtim et haGer you must love the Ger. In Parashas Mishpatim, <speaking in Hebrew> you shall not oppress the geir, all things which you're not allowed to do to Jews in any case. The Torah goes again and gives an additional isur or an additional mitzvah when, it's, when it refers to a geir. And to try to understand why that is. Why would that be that, that, when, that the Torah is willing to go? It's not just a, an ethical requirement. It's not just an extension of the mitzvahs that apply to Jews in any case. It's a special set of dinim that apply in the way we treat geirim and to understand what that is. Now, the Gomorrah says, the Chazals say that, one of you, that you get to know a person, you get to know a person by the way he spends his money, by the way he behaves under the influence of alcohol, and by the way he behaves when he's angry. Do you want to see the Rambam angry? Doesn't that intrigue you sometimes to think of the various gedolim? What were they like when they got angry? Well, I found the true of the Rambam where the Rambam hits the roof. He goes out of his mind. And we'll get to understand who the Rambam is by the way he gets angry and what he gets angry about. Let's see if we have time to go through the whole, so the second part of the Tshuvah. It's to do with whether Muslims are of the or not, which is not the piece that I'm interested in here. Here he says, The fact that your Rebbe humiliated you when you disagreed with him on something and he called you an idiot... Sinned terribly. So he writes to a student of, of somebody who writes to the Rambam, putting his question, which his own Rebbe had dis- discarded. I believe he has to ask Mechila from you. Even though he's the Rebbe and you the Talmud. And then he should fast. And he should... Pray, v'yitzpalel, v'yekana, u'lai yit kapelo, Maybe Hashem will forgive him. Maybe. V'yemcho Kholo Akel yitzaleh. V'chi shikora ya'zeh v'lo yada. Was the man drunk? Is your Rebbe drunk? That he doesn't know she loshim shloshim v'shisha mekomot, his hira torah al hager? Obviously this Talmud who's asking the Rambam is a ger. Does your Rebbe not know that 36 times in the Torah it says, be careful with a ger, with a convert? What about that you're not allowed to oppress a a girl with, with hard words? Even if he were right and you were wrong, he should still have been kind to you and spoken to you gently. How much more so that you're right and he's wrong. And then he goes on to the question of whether Ishmaelim of of the Avodah Zorah. We've been told to, to love and honor our parents, to have respect for the prophets. But you could still not love them. You don't have to love these people. You've got to honor them. You've got to listen to them. You've got to obey them. You don't have to love them. But the Torah requires that we love Geirim. Not that we just, we treat them kindly. The Torah goes into the emotion, HaMasura Lalev. This is one of the few cases where the Torah instructs us on the emotion we're meant to have. It's like, like we've got to love Hashem, so you've got to love a Geir. Look where, look where the Rambam goes with this. And Hashem himself loves the ger. And then he goes on. Adam shehi neach avivum ulatol malchut amor viadam anetuya viivin libo uva minitbak bo ma zushi ayom lemit av goy evit moshelim, a person who leaves his family, his home, his birthplace, his nation, and comes to our nation, who's not exactly loved by the world as we know today, viki viyedashit atam datemet and he understands that Yiddishkeit is true. And and he appreciates the ways of the Jewish people. And he knows that all the other religions are stolen from the Jews. There's no original religion in the world other than the Jewish religion. Every other one is somewhat of a crib on the Jewish religion. Some add, some detract, some change it, and so on. And he understands this. And you've pursued Hashem. And you come into the to the world of Moshe Rabbeinu. And you want the mitzvahs. And you've chosen to come into this way and to and to choose the way of the of the angels and to enjoy the way of the tzaddikim. And you've thrown aside the pursuit of of material things. Have what chutzpah to call a person that's made these choices a fool? An idiot? How do you say such a thing about such a human being? Chalila necha, lo kasil kara shimcho, elu maskil. Hashem doesn't think you're a kasil, He thinks you're a maskil. He doesn't think you're a fool, He thinks you're highly intelligent. Umevin, upikeach, voolech nechechot ha-midosh, avinu, shiniach, avotavu, muradato, venata achari Hashem. U'mishbeach, Avraham, rabcha, and he who blessed Avraham, real Rebbe, this man is not your Rebbe. Your Rebbe is Avroa Mavino. When I tan lachas harob, Olamazeol, Olama Ba, who you varechot may Hashem bless you, vi ten lachas harak, rau, Bolamazel, Olama Ba, via Richa Mecha, Adshet Toreb, Hashem, the Holadato, may you become a great teacher of Torah, Vizakil Chali Rot, Beholan the Hamot, at Tidotli Israel, via Tovash, Hahuashi, Tavashi Vitavnu Lacha, Kiashem, Dibe, Tova Yisrael, Moshe, Bereb Maiman. So he takes all this amount of time, this is all, not even treating the question, but treating the way this particular geor was treated. And to understand the special attention we've got to, we've got to give to the geor, we need to understand the Pnei Yeshuas answer to the Rans question on the Rambam in reference to our Mishnah. That's what we have to understand in a few, a few minutes, and then we'll understand why, why a geir has to be treated so preciously. The Rambam says, ger bat isra A geir marries a Jewish girl, or a Jewish man marries a geir? Now, we know that if, a, if a two non-Jews marry each other and they both convert, the children still have the din of gerim. And that can go on for several generations. The Rambam, Paschal, and Peretest, that, that can go on for several generations. And non-Jewish men and women marry each other, and then they convert, the children are still gay. However, says the Rambam, if a Gery marries a Jewish girl, or a marries a Jewish boy, HaVlad Yisrael Davar. The Vlad is a Yisrael completely, VaAsur Mamzeret. The issue then is, he can't marry a Mamzer. A gay is allowed to marry a Mamzer. But a child of a mixed marriage of a gay and a Jewish and a regular Jew, a born Jew, that child may not marry a Mamzeret because that is Yisrael Kholdova. Asks the run, I don't understand why. Because this is a case. Zesh Aviv Yisrael, Gamur, at the end of the day, the, this person's father is a Yisrael. He converted. We have a din in our Mishnah, which we'll see in a moment, that in such a case where a person, two people get married, they're allowed to get married, there's no Isser in their marriage, the Yichus goes by the father. So here you've got a Geir who marries a Yisraelite. What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with that. So who should the Yichus go by, says the run? The father. Like every other case where there's no where there's no issue, if the yichus goes by the father, what is the father? The father's a ger, so the child should be a ger and should be permitted to marry a mamzeret. That's the Ranskasher on the on the Rambam. Let's look at our Mishnah now on the top of the next page of the sources. Whenever kiddushin works. It's a valid marriage and there's no Avera. Sometimes you can have a marriage, as the Mishnah goes through the different cases, you can have a a, a marriage which isn't valid. You can have a marriage which is valid, but it's an Avera. You're not allowed to do it. A Kohen marries a Gerusha, a divorcee. He's not allowed to do it, but if they do it, the marriage is valid. And then you can have a marriage where it's it's valid and there's no Isra, there's no prohibition. In such cases, the Yichas follows the father. The Jewishness follows the mother, but the Yichas follows the father. Ve'ezuzeh, and what is such a case? Zukohenet kohenet levi of Israel, it should levi of Israel. A kohen levi of Israel who marries a kohen levi of whatever the mix is in all those cases, the yichus will follow the, the father. Ask the Gemara: Kol makom sheish kiddushin, amal lerabishim rabbi Yochel klala hut. The kol makom sheish kiddushin ve'en avirah havladolech achar asachar. Is that really so that wherever there's no avirah, you follow the man? If a ger marries a mamzeret, it's a permitted marriage. A ger is allowed to marry a mamzeret, so there is kidushin and there's no avera. But the child is a mamzer. Why don't we say it follows the father, and the father is not a mamzer? The tanya asam mamzeret havlad mamzer divrei Rabi Yosi. What's important on that piece is there is the Rashi I want you to notice, de la Rabbi because we learn on al medalef and again on Aying Gimbal that according to Rabbi Yossi, and that's how we paskin, a geir is allowed to marry a mamzeret. Why? Amar kahal? Because it says about a mamzer, he's not allowed to join the congregation. Kahal. And Gairim lo Mikri Kahal says Rabbi Yossi, Gairim are not considered kahal. They're Jews in every way, and all the incredible halachas, and 36 times the Torah tells us how we need to treat gerim. All of that is correct, but they're not part of kahal. Says the Pnei Yoshua on our Mishnah. Firstly, he says, this is a Mishnah she'enat Yetzirah. Now, the Pnei is, is we don't use him a whole lot because you really have to work hard to understand the Pnei Yoshua. And I'm not worried about you understanding it, I'm worried about me understanding it before I teach you. So it's not often that I have the courage to take a Pnei Yeshua and work on a Pnei Yeshua for you. The Pnei Yeshua, 18th, beginning of the 18th century, what's important about the Pnei Yeshua is the story that he writes in his, in his opening where he was in a building, and again in these times one understands it, he was learning, and there was an explosion in the town, and the base of magic in which he was learning, the building in which he was learning, the, the house collapsed. And in the collapse, in the explosion, his wife was killed, her mother was killed, and his daughter, who he was crazy about, were killed. And he's lying under the rubble, thinking he's going to be killed too. And he has people on top looking for survivors, and they don't know he's there, and he can't communicate with them. So he makes a promise to Hashem that if he saves him, he will stop giving droshes, and he'll just work on Gomorrah, on halacha, and he will answer Terses' caches on rashi, and he'll just focus on understanding the Gomorrah clearly. And the Kotzke Rebbe says he learned Shas 36 times before he started writing the Pnei Yeshua, which is why the Kotzke Rebbe loved the Pnei Yeshua. And when he learned 36 times, by the way, it wasn't Dafiomi Yomi learning. Okay? He learned 36 times B'iyun, as you can see from, from his Pnei Yeshua, that, that, that that's how it was. And so the Pnei Yeshua asks, he says, this Mishnah is a ridiculous Mishnah to tell us that you go after the Father. The Torah tells us that. LeMishpechotam, the veitavotam. By the case of, of Levi, LeMishpechotam. We know that, that the yichus goes, it's, we've got it in, in Sefer Bamidber, in Parshish Bamidber, we're told very clearly that yichus goes le-mishpichotam le-beit avotam. Says the Pnei Yeshua. another question I have is, why are Gerim not mentioned in this Mishnah? It mentions Kohen, Yisroel, Levi, but we're talking about yichus surely Gerim are an important part of understanding how yichus works. And it emerges, De-bechol ha-gerim she Yisraelit lo bat le misho says the Pnei Yeshua, based on this Mishnah, a principle, that when it comes to Gerim, we don't go after the Father. Not lekula, We we'll go lechumra, but not lekula. We won't take a lighter view following the Yichus of the Father. Not even though it says Mishpachotam. Because it says L'mishpachotam. Where does it say L'mishpachotam? With all the Shvatim. With Reuven, Levi, Yehuda, Yisach, Zvulun, all, all the Shvatim it says L'mishpachotam. But geirim aren't part of the mishpachotam. They don't belong to any of the shvatim. And therefore, and as we see in the Rashi, geirim are not part of the kahal. The only people who are counted in the tribes are people whose yichas follows the father. And a geir doesn't have a Jewish father. That's the problem. A geir doesn't have mishpacha. A geir has everything else. A ger can be a massive Talmud Chacham. a ger can be a Rosh Hashiva, a ger can be a Dayan and a posek a ger can be a Tzaddik, a ger can be all of these things. And there are 36 instructions to us as to how to treat a ger, but a ger doesn't have Mishpacha and he never overcomes that. That never comes right. Later on, in many generations later, says the Rambam, the not having Mishpacha, what that means... Now, any of you who've emigrated, and most of, of you here who physically at the year have, have emigrated, I, I've done it five times. I did it twice when I was in yeshiva and three times as an adult. In emigration, coming to a place where you don't have mishpochah. Nobody knows who your father was. Nobody knows who your grandfather was. Nobody knows your brothers and sisters. Nobody knows who you are. That sense of being foreign, geir, means he lives here, but he's from somewhere else. Gar, he lives here. Person lives here, but you're not one of us. Like a Gary is never one of us fully because it doesn't have that mishpacha. He can't, it's just something that's impossible. That's what he misses. And anybody who's been an immigrant knows how difficult that is. That's the hardest part of immigration to be a nobody. After you've built a life for yourself in one place, you come to another place and you're a nobody. You start from scratch. Not just your own life do you start from scratch, but, but where you came from, you had your fathers and grandfathers' lives to 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 help you to propel you. Here you've got nothing. That's what it is to be a gayer, to be a foreigner. Understanding this din that the gayer isn't even mentioned here because here we're talking about mishpachotam, the lebet avotam. We're talking about families that have fathers where you can track yichus. One of the first things you ask, you meet somebody, where do you ask them? Where, where are you from? Where's your father, your grandfather from? Where do you stem from? Where do you come from? I come from Lithuania. I come from Russia. I come from France. I come from Morocco. I come from Algeria. What does a go say? He doesn't have an answer to that question. The answer is not relevant to Jewish yichas. That's terribly hard. And it's, it's a missing piece. 36 times the Torah says, be conscious of that missing piece and help the go and be sensitive to the go and make up for the go. And Rabosa, we're in this time, as I mentioned in the beginning, where we're dealing with this. Is not, these are la halokha, these are dinim But What I'm talking about now is not in the same category, but we learn the same principle. That's the yesoid, that's the Matmud. These people who have been displaced, you know, people come from, from Kfaraza and from Shterot, places where they were not just members of those communities, they were founders of those communities. They walked down the street and everybody greeted them, everybody knew them. And that's how they've lived all their lives. And your father and your grandfather, everybody knew who they were. And never they've been displaced and they come to live, whether in Rahnana or Etzliah or Tel Aviv or Haifa, it doesn't matter where it is that they're living, they come with nothing. So we've been very good at making sure that they're not with nothing. They've got furniture and they've got linen and they've got clothes and they've got food and the community has been amazing. But don't stop there. They've come with nothing means they've also come with no mishpocheh in terms of background in the place that they are, integrate them. Make sure that you're able to bring them in and to be able to make good that piece that is missing, because that's something that a gay is always, always missing and always suffers from. I'm living with you. I'm part of your community. All, or everything else I can be, but I, I'm not part of the mishpacha, and I can't become part of the mishpacha. That inability, you can become a gay, you can technically become Jewish, you can become Jewish in every way, but says the Reboon I can't give you a mishpacha. I can't do that. So I will instruct the mishpacha to treat you like even more than mishpacha, to treat you like even more than family, and to bring you in and include you. 36 times I will warn B'nai Yisrael that they have to treat Gerim and extend that to other immigrants, not just to Gairim, to any immigrant, anybody who comes to your community or your town and isn't known. It could be a visitor who walks into shul on Shabbos. Who comes from another place. He's not known. In his own town, he walks into shul and Shabbos. Everybody goes and says good Shabbos. He gets an aliyah. He gets, a, he, he gets greeted by the rov. He's, a, he's, a, he's a somebody. He walks into a strange shul. Nobody notices he's even walked in. That's an, an element of gairus. Make sure, as the Torah warns us 36 times, to be mishpoche to those who don't have mishpoche.